we are like the Maury Povich of podcasts. People come oh. to this show because it's a train wreck. I'm giving this podcast three stars. The host keeps yelling at me. The people have clearly spoken. Check out Whatever with Jason Soto on Anchor, Apple, Google, wherever you get awesome podcasts, or you can go to the home location at rabbitholepodcast.com. Second thing yes. I want to talk about is I want to talk about urination. I want to talk about peeing specifically. See what happens when Jason throws out the segments. This is what we get instead. All the shows here at Rabbit Hole Podcast are sponsored by Audible. If you go to audibletrial.com forward slash rabbit hole pod, you get to try it free for 30 days. Download any audiobook, original show, or podcast you want. And after 30 days, you just pay $14.99 a month and get access to even more audiobooks, original shows, and podcasts. Cancel anytime. And if you do, you get to keep anything you've downloaded so far. So it is literally risk free. Again, that is audibletrial.com forward slash rabbit hole pod. Using that link helps us out and you also support the show. You can also support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash rabbit hole pods. For as low as $3 a month, you get early access to episodes and all kinds, all kinds of great content. Again, that is patreon.com forward slash rabbit hole pods. Welcome to the Word of Hellmouth podcast, where we are going through the entire series of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, episode by episode, re-watching and discussing everything that is Buffy and the Scoobs. We finished our first season. We finished it. We decided we did we're not it. Gonna... Yay! Yay! We survived the first apocalypse of many to come. <laughs> We've decided not to take a break, but we are going to do two very special side quests this month instead. The first one we're going to do is we are going to bring up the movie that started the whole phenomenon. It's called, hold it, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And it features our wonderful magnanimous Christy Swanson, who is actually a pretty good Buffy. I'm Heather Baxendale Walsh, and with me, as always, is my friend, the magnanimous shoe aficionado, Mark Armstead. Please say hello, Mark. Oh, you're too kind, Heather. But hey, everybody. <laughs> we also have a very special guest with us today, our friend, the producer, the editor of our show, our fearless leader from Rabbit Hole Podcast, Jason Soto. Say hello, Jason Soto. Today on That's the Bombio, I welcome my friends Heather Bexanel Walsh and Mark Armstead. Has me tell you why Buffy the <laughs> Vampire Slayer is a hella rad movie from the 90s. No, 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 no. My trust funds in the graveyard? God, what's your damage? Buffy? You're one of those skanky old men that, like, attacks little girls and stuff, right? Well, forget you. My name is Merrick. And you have been chosen, Buffy. <sighs> chosen to go to the graveyard. Why don't you just take the first runner up, okay?
Oh, hi. Sorry, wrong show. I'm sorry. I got my <laughs> podcast confused. Hey, guys, what's up? Hey, I so uh, deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> I so often go on other people's hi- <laughs> podcasts and hijack them. It was about damn time somebody said it back to me. <laughs> and I edit the show so I can put in the clips after I say that as well and make people think, wait, what am I listening to? <laughs> definitely keep it let's mess with everybody at this point if people have held on for 12 episodes it's time to start messing with them yes we're friends now we're buffsters we're scoops absolutely (laughs) indeed so this was this was kind of a, a fun idea and technically we probably should have done it before we did the the first season if we're doing it chronologically but it's absolutely fine i did not uh, has it been a while since you guys have watched it? I have oh, yes. I have not seen it since 1992. Oh, shit! <laughs> okay. So, I'm not that bad. But literally, I may not have seen the movies. It could easily be 20 years since I last saw the movie. So, not as bad as 1992. Seen it a couple times since then. But I, I can't recall seeing it beyond 2004 maybe at the latest i think i'm somewhere in that bubble with you mark um i know i've seen pieces of it here or there it's one of those movies that if it's on tv it's a it's a showstopper for me i'll sit and watch it because it's entertaining as hell but i don't think i've actually sat and watched it like i did this morning um (laughs) in in a good 15 20 years i remember watching it because i was a huge peewee herman fan as a kid Oh yeah, and yeah. then uh, someone said that the guy who plays Pee Wee Herman's in this movie, and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm 12 years old, and I'm like, okay, I don't know what character means. I just know Pee Wee Herman's in a movie, and then I watched the whole movie, and I'm like, he wasn't in that thing. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like and what? If I remember correctly, <laughs> I think this is the first movie Paul Rubens did after the. Scandal? Yes. I think you're right. I think it is too, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So that was was the only reason I even watched it back then uh, was because it had Pee Wee Herman in it. And then it didn't have Pee Wee Herman in it, and I was mad. Oh, (laughs) I was going through the whole vampire phase of my life where I had just become obsessed with Anne Rice. I started reading all of her books, and I was already into that kind of thing anyway. And then, um, I'll be totally honest, I was super obsessed with 90210, and I never missed an episode. And there are quite a few 90210 alumni in here outside of Luke Perry, but the whole cast is, is pretty freaking wild anyway. It's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. This is a weird <laughs> cast. It's like a lot it of is. people show up in this thing. Like, it's weird. When the credits were rolling, when I was watching it earlier, I was like, wait, what? Like the, the the fucking uh, I had no idea Hillary Swank was in this. I had no oh, yeah. idea Rucker Howard was in, it, and I didn't pay attention. Um, <laughs> and then talking in our chat, uh, Ben Affleck and Seth Green make yeah. an appearance. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> I miss Seth Green's this time too. Thomas Jane. <laughs> Thomas Jane. <laughs> no, I miss Thomas Jane. Oh my yeah. god, really? Um, yep, yep. Um, yeah, who else is in it? It's like, uh, oh, Stephen Root. I forgot Stephen Root. Stephen Root, yeah. And he's fantastic. He is. Fantastic. <laughs> um, I, I realized I still hate Hillary Swank, and I hated her even back yeah. in this. This, oh. this, this whole entire movie. I well, she was bitchy her. in this movie, so I think it was She's deserved. supposed 
to be, but yeah, I, I it just re reinforced that that angsty young feeling where my immediate reaction to her was, I don't want it. Right. <laughs> it's just so funny that Hillary Swank went on to be what best actress twice. Yeah. Yeah. Twice. Buffy the Vampire Slayer in the next Karate Kid. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Yep, yep, Okay. Yep. <laughs> Maybe there is an Illuminati. <laughs> Maybe there is. I don't know. But, okay. <laughs> but well, I have... think about it, too, though. You've got Donald Sutherland in this movie. Which, Donald Sutherland. And you've got Rutger Hauer, who's who's an odd duck, but still, he's Rutger Hauer. <laughs> now, see, I think Rutger Hauer makes more sense than Donald Sutherland in this movie. Like, I agree. Like who? Mm. What favors were called in to get Donald Sutherland in this movie? Movie and like even Rucker Howard is a great actor, but he's kind of always been kind of sci-fi fantasy B movie esque. So this is not necessarily the center of his wheelhouse, but it's in the orbit, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I think Donald I think, Sutherland. Mm. I think it's because Donald Sutherland can pull off the trench coat and head and mysterious, you know, mentor vibe because he i i bought him has has the guy teaching buffy in this movie like he totally fit mm-hmm. that vibe and back in the you know 80s and 90s that's kind of what donald sutherland was kind of about he was always like a mentor of some kind to like people in movies and shows and shit um and if you're going off the camp factor i'm gonna remind you donald sutherland was in the movie version of mash and he's somewhere in uh, Animal House, if I remember correctly. He is. He's naked <laughs> right. in Animal House. In so, fact, I'm pretty sure we can oh see the whitey tighties. So yeah, you don't gotta worry about Donald Sutherland being some prestige actor. He does. He does his fair share of fun films. All right. <laughs> he, he. This is. This is very true. This is very true. That is. That is a good point too. It's still it's shocking to see him in the cast list, yeah. and he's so good in it. Oh, he was great. <laughs> he was wonderful. He I wish he was in the show. To he's on the show. <laughs> Honestly, like one thing I've done, I've been, I, I think the last time I watched Buffy was before I watched the actual TV show. So it was kind of nice going back, kind of making those connections and, you know, think about things. But I can definitely see the the Giles and Merrick. Yeah. I, I, I can see, yeah. like, okay. I, I can see the budding, you know, what will soon to come. I can, it was a funny game to play while watching the movie. Like, okay, so this is definitely Jaws and this is not Jaws. And just seeing how those things interlace throughout the whole thing was kind of interesting. Yeah, like I I was doing a bit of the same thing. Like I was looking at Hillary Swing's character and I was like, is this like the the Cordy? Is this Cordy? And because and, it feels she's not as good as she is not even close to as good as Charisma Carpenter, but nobody is. So but but I, I was I was doing that a bit too. It was it was definitely interesting. And I I don't know when it happened, but somewhere along the lines in my brain, I decided that Christy Swanson wasn't a good buffy. And my memory lied to me because she's great. <laughs> she she is. Yeah. She's really great. For this, I mean, the tone is not what Joss had wanted. It was not his vision. Mm-hmm. And obviously we've seen what his vision is. So we can see this is campy and silly and fun. Yeah. And the show is campy and silly, but it's also very serious and, and has very was, dark undertones. I was going to ask uh-huh. you guys, since you guys are obviously familiar more with the show than I am. Uh, I was going to ask, like, this didn't feel like something that Joss Whedon wrote. Like, it felt like parts of him were in this movie, 
mm-hmm. other parts felt like someone like took over or did something. And I, I was going to ask you guys, like, did you pick up on that or catch that? Obviously, I guess you did, but yeah, absolutely. Like some of the dialogue, like the the one liners had Joss written all over it. Yeah, see, that's definitely. him. Yeah, one hundred percent. That is definitely Joss. And in other parts, meh, not so much. And also the just misogynist. Yep, that's Joss. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Yes. That's good old Joss, right? <clears throat> and and he he totally nailed the the whole like the jock sphere and the cheerleader oh, yeah. thing yeah. that that was a part that felt very joss to me too like mm-hmm. you could feel you could feel the resentfulness <laughs> towards all those characters and he had no problem writing them to be tortured at the end no and and with with a tongue in cheek humor about it too and you could definitely feel that under underneath it all mm-hmm. <laughs> but the rest of it 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 kind of felt a little i mean not on the level of like uh, maximum overdrive with lots of cocaine being done, but <laughs> maybe some drug you should, maybe some hallucinogenics were involved here while create actually creating it because some of it is like ridiculous. Like, <clears throat> like my favorite part of the whole movie is Paul Rubens when he finally gets staked. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best part. That was the best part. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Oh my God, <laughs> dead. <laughs> <laughs> when he's so, like nailing and he's kicking the, the post like it's like really mm-hmm. oh come on come on but he, it, it's he was it's the bad. best part of the movie for me in general though <laughs> he wasn't in it a lot but whenever he was he stole the whole damn scene absolutely absolutely I say absolutely a lot, Jason. I'm pretty sure you know this by now. No. What? I never caught that at all. You do because I do a lot and I do less when you do it. So you make me sound better. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate you. I will keep that in mind. I don't notice it when you do it, but when I'm on somebody else's show and I'm doing it, I'm like, oh, I need to stop doing that. Then they'll say something like, "Absolutely." No, you guys are great. You guys are great. I love, I love getting your recordings every month. It's, 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 it's actually one of the shows I have fun editing the most. Um, because thank you. Because it's like you guys go off on these like tangents, and then I just I have to like connect. Because I will admit, I will be doing other things while I'm listening, and I'm just listening out for, like, pauses or gaps or if, like, you guys cough or if you guys say, hey, I messed up, Jason, can you stop for a second? Uh, but then, like, I'll hear suddenly you're talking about, like, shoes or, like, hairstyles and shit, and then I have to be like, wait, I stop, and like, wait, how the fuck did they get from, like, a TV <laughs> show episode to, like, Jordans? Like, I have to, like, figure out what the connection is. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, that's, that's part of the journey for going back in time. Like, you yes. of all people should appreciate the time. No, I do. I do. Doing. Oh, I do. I love it. I love it. I absolutely it's, adore I, hearing you guys. I love the contrast of and the experience of, of seeing it with my adult eyes and being an adult now and then still remembering exactly how I felt as teenager Heather watching it yeah, and having those two point of views and emotions <clears throat> kind of collide. It's, oh, yeah. it's kind of neat. It is. And I like like movies and all kind of media. They're, they're time capsules. They're, they're capturing the moment 
that they're kind of being filmed in. And what I really like a lot in watching Buffy again, like we can also talk about the late 90s um, when, we're, when we're discussing the TV show. But, you know, this came out in 1992. And comparing 92 to 97, those are like light years away from each other. Like the, uh-huh. the, the super early 90s are, are essentially like the 80s, but extended, <laughs> you know? The 90s didn't start 19 until like 93, really. So like looking at like the clothes and like the, like this is like, this is kind of 80s-esque, honestly, because it's like the spandex, the, the spandex, spandex. And, which by oh the way, I was appreciating God. them, but that was the 80s. <laughs> it was so 80s. Like I am certain my cousin had a Barbie doll that had Buffy's outfit on like the, the like tie dye, like hot part with like the leg, like, <laughs> that's like a Barbie outfit. I've seen this before. You know, like it's it was it is, very, it's a workout it Barbie. Good. I think I think it's a workout Barbie. I yeah. think so. Because I think I might have had it too. Hmm. And if, if I did before, hair. then I still do now. <laughs> it's in my basement in a box with all my Barbies. Hmm. All the crap. Speaking of Barbies, you know. I have a Luke Perry Barbie. Oh. Really? Oh. Really? I have I have nine oh two and oh Barbies and I have new kids on the block Barbies. Oh shit. Yes. Yes, I something. might have been, a, I, I was kind of at the age where maybe I shouldn't have been playing with Barbies anymore when the 90210 ones came out, mm. but I had to have them. <laughs> <laughs> so I have, I have Brandon's, I have Dylan, or Brendan's, Brandon's, Dylan's, I have Brenda's, and I have uh, Kelly's, and then I think I have Tori Spellings too. Yeah, not many. She was Donna, right? Donna. Yeah, she was done. Yes. She was the virgin because Daddy ran the show, so she was a virgin. Yes, <laughs> she was the virgin for so long. Donna's sacred virginity. Oh, <laughs> and that... then the man that took it eventually banged and had children with Vanessa Marcel, and then later with Megan Fox. I don't know what Brian Austin Green's got going on, but it's something that I'm we interested can... in. <laughs> we can imagine. We can imagine. I do. Yes. If only we knew. <laughs> if only we knew. And this is Give how our time. five tangents begin, Soto. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it is how it begins. <laughs> oh, my God. So, in 1992, I was, what, seven <laughs> years old. So, I was a kid compared to you two. I'm joking, of course. but <laughs> I was 12. Close. I was yeah. 10. I mean, I was practically drinking. <laughs> 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 I literally I forgot how dreamy Luke Perry was. I'm like, oh, oh my god, yes. you are handsome. God damn. Yes, yeah. and he's like 32 playing a teenager again. Oh but yes. super handsome. And I and this is something I've um I've actually had come up in conversation recently with with other people is um, you know, do you have a certain type of person that you're interested in? Um, I do have a thing for bald guys and receding hairlines. And I don't know where it necessarily came from. It's not my only thing, but I definitely have a weakness for it. It's a it's a Heather weak spot. And I now and today I was like, oh, light bulb. It's all Luke Perry's fault. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him though. He's so handsome. I yes. have always liked him. I have always liked him. I fancied him so much when I was a teenager, but but he's pretty hot in this. And the two of them have really good chemistry. They did. I they did. really they did. did. They really did. Like, I was like, you guys are so getting together. I know, mm-hmm. I've seen it, so I know it, but you're definitely getting together. I kind of <laughs> want to watch. 
If yeah. the trailer comes a knocking, don't don't come. Oh, if the trailer's <laughs> a rocking, don't come a knocking. There we go. I hope so. And that's another thing too that I had forgotten uh, with Christy Swanson. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I, I know that she didn't do some of like the full on gymnastics, um, but she did a lot. She did a lot of the the tumbling in the movie mm-hmm. because she had I think she had done either gymnastics or cheerleading before. And mm-hmm. I was also at this age mm-hmm. at 10. I was so, so obsessed with gymnastics. I think it was 1992. Yeah. Barcelona Olympics. So that mm-hmm. was like Shannon Miller. It was when the USA like showed up and did the best that they'd ever done at a non boycotted Olympics before. Um, Kim Zemeskel's there. Okay, I'm going off. But anyway, I'm I was like obsessed with gymnastics. So mm-hmm. on top of the cool vampire stuff that I was already into, I was like, oh look at her, she actually does all this stuff. And it wasn't necessarily necessary for some of the fight choreography, but I appreciated that it was there. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, you know what she didn't do, however, she did not ride that motorcycle in the movie. <laughs> Because no, they that clearly, clearly, clearly was a guy in a wig. I mean, like it was not; it could not have been more obvious. They might as well just not even have put the wig on the guy. It should have just been the Bless guy her. with his natural it hair. Is, it is perfectly plausible that Christy Swanton gained fifteen pounds in neck muscle. Right all here. in her biceps. Yep, just in the traps and in the neck. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh my god i I was like laughing hysterically when that scene came on because i was and and like you know it's on it's hd like i'm watching on hbo max so it's hd so it's like even more obvious i'm guessing they got away with it in 92 because you know everything was filmed on a potato so you couldn't tell you know (laughs) that christy swanson got swapped in for a guy for two minutes but now now it's like yeah that's a that's a guy named robert that you know was on a motorcycle (laughs) for like 15 years and they paid him 150 to ride this thing through a set and (laughs) robert definitely had a mortgage (laughs) yes but hey man his name was robert hey i need you to put on a blonde wig and this dress and then you're just gonna go through this set and we're gonna give you 150 bucks Alright, I guess. Let me let me finish my smoke and then I'll get on the bike. <laughs> oh yes. It made yes. me nervous too. I'm I know that I know that this is this is a movie and, and whatnot, but they weren't going very fast. Robert was not going very fast because clearly they were still on the set and the ground mm-hmm. was wet. And he yeah. was not on a dirt bike, he was on a regular motorcycle. Yes. And that does not go very well. Not going too fast and on the water, it's actually easier to slide. So I kept going, he's going to fall. <laughs> taking that turn and he's going in the hey, dark. Hey, hey, hey. Robert, no, Robert knows what he's doing, Heather. Okay, Clearly give Robert did. some credit. <laughs> Maybe but how many takes subject, did it take? <laughs> on the subject of like uh, the ground being wet, the <clears> ground <throat> was perpetually wet. Like, yeah. in California. <laughs> like, it looked, but it was great because, you know, everything was neon from the post-80s. So, like, it looks great on film. But the, it's, I just get this idea that, like, some poor grip was just, like, spraying down the side <laughs> for every scene. Like, the ground is always wet, but it's never raining. Never raining. So no. what's, what's going on here? I, I immediately assume that anything that's wet is filmed in Vancouver at the... Yeah. Yeah, that's that's all. I've watched way too many sci-fi shows and stuff that's 
that's filmed in Vancouver. I'm like, oh, that must be filmed in Vancouver. Why? Because it is always wet on the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I agree and with if you. you. Watch like Supernatural. Count how many times baby is wet. <laughs> it will be like at least at least fifteen each season. <clears throat> at least fifteen times. Even Adam, my six year old, walks into a room now. He'll go, oh, baby's wet. <laughs> <laughs> And is so, it me? Another <laughs> tangent, but is it me or are all the best sci-fi shows filmed in Canada? They are. Yeah, I'm like, they are. Lost Girl was great. That was filmed in Canada. I think Warehouse 13 was filmed in Canada. Yeah. X Files. X Files was filmed in Canada. X Files. Stargate. Um, Winona Earp was a Canadian Winona show. Winona Earp. That's so good. That's true. Oh, somebody else watches I, Winona Earp. Yeah. I, I watched the first season. I keep watching it. I I felt very. As a, an adult, Heather, I was like, "Oh, this is grown-up Buffy stuff." Yeah, I have another character. I, I can, can see that. To. Yeah, and you know yeah. what? Yeah, my, my, end of my drinking days, why Nona and I would have gotten into some trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, much trouble! She is my kind of girl. <laughs> but yeah, there's so, like all of those are are filmed in Vancouver. It's it's cheaper too, and they have it's it's huge now. It's a tax so it's credit great. thing or something. I remember. Yeah. There's actually a documentary somewhere out there. I don't know what it's called, but it's about like movies filmed in like mm-hmm. Canada and other places and why they do it and stuff. Like somebody Google it and look it up. I don't remember what it was, but I remember vaguely hearing about it. And then the only thing I could think of was the thing in Scott Pilgrim, which takes place in Vancouver. And they're like, they film movies in Vancouver. <laughs> There's a line in the movie yes. that says they film movies in Vancouver. <laughs> That's fucking great. It's Vancouver and it's Atlanta. Everything's filmed in Atlanta. Yes. Yeah. Everything. So and many things know. are also in Atlanta. It's weird. And you know how you can tell that it's filmed in Atlanta? Everybody's fucking sweating. So they're also wet. <laughs> but it's from perspiration. <laughs> The ground isn't wet, but their forehead is. Yeah. So, to everyone out there, here's your key. If the ground is wet, it's in Canada. If everyone's sweating, it's Atlanta. Yes. <laughs> There's your key. What you Absolutely. need to know. Yes. But <laughs> going back to Buffy. Yes. So, something I noticed early in the movie, uh, as opposed to the show, is, well, I can't even call her Joyce, but Buffy's mom in the movie versus you know, the Joyce oh. Summers that we come to know and love. Yeah, we get an upgrade. Yeah, they are so night and day. It's it's ridiculous. Like huh. Buffy's parents. No, we don't see much of Buffy's dad in the show. We have an episode, maybe a half an episode after that. I think it even has just one solid. I showing. think yeah. I think that they only they even only reference him like maybe one or two more times throughout the entire series after right. the first couple seasons true so but like in the movie like buffy's parents are like ditzy absentee parents like it's it's kind of crazy like yeah knowing what we get for seven seasons with uh katherine sutherland as opposed to you know this this lady who's her mom in the the movie it's just like wow night and day it's kind of crazy it Hmm. makes sense for the film though because i mean buffy is a bit of a ditz Hmm. And yes. she's 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 a bit of a flake. She doesn't really care about anything. Like I think in one of the beginning lines that was definitely a Joss line, like we were talking about, she says something like something about not getting history or the history teacher not understanding. What would he know? He wears a brown tie. He wears a brown tie. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like those those are great. It's 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 really it's fun. And it's fun too seeing Buffy as the Buffy that's referenced on the show is to pass Buffy when she's like to Cordy like yeah I kind of know what's going on here I don't do that anymore right. um, <laughs> that 
but it's it it does it does make sense. I'm glad that we got Buffy's mm-hmm. mom that we got because we all we all need Joy Summers in our life, and I think absolutely. I, um, I know that I do anyway. I still need Joyce, um, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, it was they were they were to- I mean, they were just they were funny because they were so awful. And the hair, my goodness, still eighties coming in. Late, that late eighties, early nineties hair. That's that's that was what was going on. Mark, that was what we as twelve year olds had to deal with. You were seven; <laughs> you didn't have to worry about that. But yeah. that black, the, so. that took me that took me back to like my middle school, seeing all that, like the hair and shit. Because we, because like, the yes, even like the girls oh, yeah. in middle school were doing shit like that, and oh, yeah. I, it took me so back. I was like, oh, this is gross. <laughs> so, I went there to are some things school. that don't need to come back. Yes. <laughs> no. So I went to middle school in a very interesting place. If it, if you if you know Maryland, it's called Dundalk. And any of the listeners who who may be from the area, you know what I'm talking about. Hi, but Carl. that hair <laughs> that hair stuck around for a couple years, guys. <laughs> uh, you can still walk around Dundalk today in 2023 and still see that hair oh no <laughs> oh my goodness I, oh no i don't want to i barely want to see it in movies and i Oof. laugh at it it's entertainment it's interesting but yes speaking going back of, like, to the fashion oh go ahead yes yeah speaking of hair and speaking of styles too so as we were saying earlier too rucker howard's just kind of doing rucker howard stuff he's oh yeah he's he's eccentric he's bizarro but he's also 100 percent committed to whatever he's doing which is one of the things that i really love yes, about him yes and he has those terrifying like eclipsing blue eyes also that i just kind of go oh okay she should not be getting lost but i totally get why she's getting lost in his scary eyes because <laughs> yes. if rucker howard was like come here i'm going to eat you i'd be like oh okay fine <laughs> but but i'm also looking at him and his makeup i'm going what is so familiar about this am i looking at him as being him or am i looking at him right now as a parody of something else that i've seen before and then i remembered that this past year i watched mm. toby damn it which if anyone has seen it's a bizarro italian film mm. um i watched it on howard show for howard show <laughs> and um the actor who plays him looks exactly like him like google it right now if you can um i can't even think of the damn actor's name what's, this, what's it called part. Toby Dammit. But he's basically playing an actor who thinks he's a vampire or or something. It's it's all surrealist, trippy, black and white stuff. It's Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. But it Rucker Hauer looks totally like him. And the whole time I'm going, What is it? What am I pulling here? Oh, like, Nobody's yeah. gonna know this reference. I shouldn't even know this oh, that's reference. That's Terrence Stamp. Yeah, Terrence that's what Stamp, yeah, thank that, you. That, that's I couldn't think of his name. And he was wonderful in it, and I actually really enjoyed the movie. So if you want, to I can totally, it, I totally see it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then his, his behavior, his mannerisms too, are like, I seriously feel like Rucker Hauer watched that, and then he just decided to emulate it for his. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. It was, it was, it was delightful. Once it clicked in my head, I was like, oh yes, I got it. Yeah, back in '92, I wasn't as into like the B movies as I am now in my adulthood. So, like, you know, as a kid, I had no fucking idea who Rucker Hauer was. Um, so when his name popped up today, when I'm watching the movie, I'm like, "Oh shit, Rucker Hauer's in this! That's amazing!" And then I find out he's like the main bad guy. He's the vampire that you know buffy's gonna be hunting down i was like oh i am in for a fun time because i have seen other rucker howard films and mm-hmm. if he acts even remotely like 10 percent like how he did in those movies 
This is going to be a wonderful time. And I was not let down. No. No. He was great in this. He was great. He didn't have a lot of scenes. He was in like three, four scenes maybe. Like, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, But, you know, it was mainly like... Because if you watch the trailer, which I did, uh, it looks like Paul Rubin's character is like the main bad guy. Because he's in more scenes than Rucker Hauer is. So it looks like he's like the nuisance that like they're trying to kill. I mean he in a way he is. is, He is is. but like it looks like he's the only like or the main guy. Yeah, but he's just a lackey. But he's just yeah. (laughs) Like like when he loses his arm. (laughs) He loses his arm. (laughs) The the jokes the jokes they hit so hard. Oh yeah. I was laughing a lot. Like you ruined my jacket. Like you ruined missing a forearm. Uh, he ruins your quality of life. That's what he ruins. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just staring at it like it's it's gone. Oh uh, gosh. Yeah, he was he was he was so great. And maybe maybe they were trying to play off the the whole he got caught in a theater doing a thing in the theater. That could be. So, that could so be. <clears throat> any press is good press, and for a movie like this too, the timeline. I they're just. I mean, there was lots of weird movies out because it was the early '90s, but I mm-hmm. feel like this was the first type of movie like this specifically geared towards adolescence. There oh, wasn't 100%. a ton. Certainly not like dabbling into vampire stuff, like a little bit of horror, a little bit of fantasy, and then comedy on top of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. this was one of the first mixes where I felt like that was really intentional. And while some of it didn't work <clears throat> in the way that it was intended, I still think it was fun. A lot Absolutely. Of fun. Oh, yeah, I it's, agree. It's a, it's, it's a fun movie. It's a very fun movie. And uh, it really is great to go back just for the cast alone. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm looking at the Wikipedia. There's, like, people I missed. Like, Ricky Lake is in here somewhere? Yeah. What? Uh, sh- Ricky Lake <laughs> is the, um, she's the the waitress where it's David Arquette oh. and, Curry and they drop the change. Yeah. Oh, that's Ricky that's Lake. Right. I did not catch okay. that. You know who I thought she was? If you guys watch um, Always Sunny, I thought it was um, Artemis. Artemis. Oh, yes. 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 That's who I thought it was. I was like, what? Yes. why the hell is Artemis in this? That was Ricky Lake. That was and then, Ricky Lake. Um, the, the, the vampire who starts becoming a DJ is Alexis Arquette, which like bugged me. Cause I was like, that guy looks so familiar. And then I see it's Alexis Arquette and then it's like, Oh, okay. That, that makes sense. <laughs> that clicks in. <laughs> but who was Thomas Jane? You're like, I just watched this. Like, he plays someone named three Zeph. hours ago. I remember Zeph in it. I know. I watched, right? I watched I can't, it this morning too. I can't I picture. The, I remember the name and I'm wondering if maybe he was one of the jocks. Um, uh, I feel see. like I'm looking it maybe up now. that's maybe that's he who wasn't he was. Ruler, he wasn't the main job. He wasn't the small. Ruler was such a perfect vampire. That guy didn't need makeup to be vampire. He, he was born with vampire. Oh, yeah. he's the mechanic. The mechanic. He is the mechanic. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he was the mechanic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. 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 That yeah. Makes sense now. That clicked. There it is. Yeah. Also, no, that, that, I... that, the Thomas Jane face is the slightly <laughs> up to the, uh, like take my glasses off. The you know he definitely get like the, the Thomas Jane. This face. is just for you guys, but is this face? <laughs> like, yes. yes. <laughs> that, that, that face. Yes. That's Sorry, podcast listeners, you have to just look it up yourself. But yeah, that that's oh, the face. Okay. It'll be first on. It'll be first 
on the Googles for the folks who want to see. But yes. Thomas Jane, too, he has a very distinct appearance, but at the same time, I over the years, he, he blends and he does really well playing characters that don't look like him, too. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 I enjoy him. I enjoyed the coach too, the basketball coach. He was what was funny that as guy's hell. deal? What the fuck was his <laughs> whole deal? That was weird. This is no, I was... a deep cut. This is such a deep cut. Do you guys remember right around that same time, there was a dating show on Fox called Studs. Yes. The coach, the coach yes. was the coach was the host of that show, Studs. No, that's him. What? And this is a throwback because I remember watching stuff. Hey, that's the guy from Buffy as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and no, IMDb didn't exist back then. But yeah. I looked it up. Yes, he was the he was the host of the show Studs on Fox. What? And he was the coach. He's been in lots of stuff, and even stuff I've watched recently. What? Oh, he is in Fifty Shades Darker. Nobody should be in the Fifty Shades movie. Don't do that. Mm-mm. Just go be in real porn. He was in Wizards of Waverly Place. Wow, he's in lots of kids stuff too. <laughs> okay no that's amazing i did okay, not yeah, just, i did not catch that that's really cool though i just wanted to know what the hell the, the character's deal was like was he just not good at basketball is that like what the joke was was there a <laughs> joke they got cut like i got the, I, I got the the idea i got the notion that maybe he was like the school guidance counselor who who got roped into coaching the basketball team <laughs> I okay. That yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yes. I can see that. Yeah, it was. It was like the ball. It was like a joke got cut. So like that whole part of him being the basketball coach just did not make sense. But I, yeah, I like Mark's theory. We're going with so that. I, I'll live with Mark's theory, but I was also totally okay if there's no explanation for the weirdness at all because it was so strangely out of nowhere and there was no explanation yeah. for it. Yeah. That it kind of worked for me, but I'm a little bit of weirdo myself, so. Yeah, I was just like, like this doesn't necessarily make any sense. I'm cool with it. You don't have to explain your weird side character. I'm laughing. <laughs> right. But I like Mark filling in a story. It makes it better. Yeah, absolutely. But going back to Gruler, mm-hmm. Gruler was also the guy from I can't think of his character's name, but from Days and Confused. Like I, I remember that eyebrow bulge. But oh my I, gosh! He, he's oh. one of the main leads from Days and Confused. Oh, uh, you're what right. Was his name? I'm looking yeah. it up. Don, Don. It just says Don. Don. Yeah. Don. Don. Yeah. yeah. Now that yeah. you said that, I'm not yep. remembering the, the eyebrows. Yes. <laughs> it's it's I, all eyebrows. I don't remember him from anything else either. I don't know oh, him yeah. from anything else. And I know that I would because that that forehead is just, it's memorable. I've seen, I've seen other stuff he was in, but like I've seen Halloween in, uh, 4. Yeah, Halloween 4. Uh, I seen Deadly Weapon, which I'm just gonna say, dude, avoid, avoid, everyone, avoid, er, avoid that movie at all costs. No. Uh, <laughs> so and he was in. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Wait, we gotta pay respect. He was in Ghoulies too, you guys. That should have been the first movie we should have uh, mentioned in his filmography. Give I some agree. respect to his name. God damn it. <laughs> Ghoulies must yes. be loved. I'm. I've actually, and I think perhaps <clears throat> it was Mark and I on the show bringing it up recently because i can't think of another time where i kind of remember you guys ghoulies. talking about ghoulies yes i do yeah i've really since that <laughs> conversation i have been sitting here in the back of my head going i need to watch all the ghoulies movies i got yes. the first like three i think somewhere oh, really? I, I think i'm I gonna think. do a awesome. marathon i think i'm gonna convince mike maybe we'll, we'll eat some gummies and we'll watch ghoulies all day 
Oh, this reminds me. So, Jason, I you mentioned that you watched Buffy today on HBO Max, as yes. did I. Yes. How did you watch it, Heather? I rented it. Okay. So, it was on HBO Max, and you know, at the end of a movie on a streaming service, they give you a bunch of things that you can watch also. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, I need to spend all day on HBO Max because they show Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Oh, Man I know that. One <clears throat> and two. Like all these great like late 80s, early 90s movies. Like, oh my God, I need to rewatch all of these very, very soon. <laughs> like it was them. just so much goodness. I may have yeah. seen Teen Witch on there. Like I I need to watch all of that. I got I got Teen Witch. I got Teen Wolf, the Michael J. Fox I was yes, thinking about Teen Wolf when our buddy Sasha there was jumping up and <laughs> yes, slam dunking. Yes. That was the first thing. I'm like, also, he's a bit hairy. So yes, <laughs> I thought that was Teen Wolf inspired. <laughs> it, it, I'm sure it was. It had to have been. Uh, yeah, I got a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I recommend it too. So. I yeah, love like, uh, I love all of those kinds of movies. They're so much fun. I call them awesomely bad movies. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead is in the top five tier of that for me. People really I, love that movie. Oh it's my a gosh, movie. it's so great! I can't tell you how many times my brother and I watched that over and over again, particularly during the summer. First of all, we were both in love with Christina Applegate, so we both got to swoon. Mm. <laughs> mm. I'm right on top of that, Rose. I still Absolutely. say that, that regularly, Rose. regularly. Yes. yes. Not to tip my hand or anything, but it did come out in 91, so, eh, okay. I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to well, say that. If you want to do it on that bomb, I would be happy to be on. In fact, I think I just <coughs> tried to champion it for a uh, movie of the month. I don't remember. Did you? That. <laughs> did it was either you? that or it was Dude, Where's My Car? I don't know. <laughs> I think it was Dude, Where's My Car? Because I kind of remember. It was one of the two. I, I think I saw. Like I think that. I saw that tweet. Those movies know exactly what they're doing. They're completely self-aware. Exactly. Absolutely. They're having fun and being silly, and it's great. Absolutely. Yeah. But getting back to Buffy, we can't... Uh, I, now, I can't remember his name right now. But the principal in the movie... Oh, you, you mean know, Gary oh, Murray? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> who, who had a very interesting life in his 20s, apparently. Yes. <laughs> we have to address the principle. All the principles in Buffyisms in the Buffy verse we must address. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. But he was hilarious. But Stephen Root, Gary Mary, yes. Just mm. it's so funny. Some saying some people younger, like, oh yeah, that is that is good old Steve. Like, yeah, I Stephen he Root. was in this for a minute. Yeah. But, Absolutely yes. fantastic. He's another one that's a chameleon though, where he looks the same. For the most part, like even even this, however many years ago it is, he's still he's aged. What I would say, very gracefully, as in absolutely, he looks, he looks pretty pretty damn good now, considering. And I just saw him in his episodes on um, Justified not too long ago, and I'm like, oh. oh, you're the man with the hookers and the snake in your bed. I forgot you're a wild card, and he's just yeah. nuts in it. He, and he he's, does play so many different characters. He is wonderful on Barry. Have you guys ever seen Barry? Nope. I have not oh my god. It's you guys need to watch Barry. That is a great show. Um Yeah, season one, like I, I, I'm so behind on it. I'm only watched season one, but he is wonderful on Barry. Uh, he he actually makes you want to hate him. That's how good of an actor he is. Oh. He makes you want to hate Stephen Root, which is weird because normally I like Stephen Root, but he is such an asshole on Barry that you're like, I want this guy to die a thousand deaths. You'll see why when you watch the show, but <laughs> he's wonderful on there. 
That's awesome. That's that's fantastic. I agree. Oh. I also <sighs> just learned today that Natasha Gregson Wagner was in this, which I hadn't noticed before. She's she's one of the teenagers who is on the committee for decorating the gym, yes. right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And Cassandra. that's Natalie Wood's daughter. Yeah. Natalie Wood's oh. yeah. daughter. And I, I don't know how I ever missed that before because I have a little bit of an obsession with Natalie Wood. She's one mm. of my favorite actresses of all time. And uh, I think it was Lackey who was saying that his mom also uh liked her but my mom was obsessed so i watched all of natalie wood's movies when i was a kid and i fell in love with her and then i found out what happened to her and i became obsessed and i'm still convinced that robert wagner killed her so yeah. i want to I, I want to talk to i want to talk to their daughter who's so beautiful she she's is cute. but uh, she's, she's cassandra cute. she's the girl who died in hillary swank's yellow leather jacket yes that's right yep. which by yeah, the way her. i want that mm. leather jacket it it was a good jacket. It was. As as far it's... as all the the fashion was concerned in this, I'm like, Meh, I'd probably pick that up now and I keep it. It's gonna. It is definitely gonna be retro when you pick it up, Heather. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now but it's yes, retro. But... Oh, I wanted yeah, to push please... Hillary Swing. <laughs> <laughs> don't give Don't give Gen Z any additional ideas for retconning. Our fashions. No, it's, it's not no. new. Listen, I am a woman, and I know that I stand alone. I am the cheese that stands alone on this particular one. But all I've been hearing lately is women screaming about low-rise jeans becoming popular again. And I'm like, please do. Please do. Please do. I'm the only one. I hate all this shit up around my waist. I don't like it. It feels wrong. Everything feels more comfortable. I've got big hips and I got a sway back. Please give me my low rise jeans. <laughs> so I know it doesn't work for everybody's body types, but they've had their run. They've had the mom jeans. We've had we've had the high stuff for curvy women like me. I've sat here and I've politely been wearing it for the last, I don't know, 10, 15 years. Give me my jeans back. <laughs> yes. And also from what I understand, the kids are going back to like hard denim. And I'm okay with that. Like the stretchy yeah. denim is it's cool around the waist with fat kids. Like I, I enjoy it, but I need my jeans to feel like jeans. That's my biggest problem. Like if you get like a pair of like stretchy, like, you know, bendable, breathable jeans, they don't feel like jeans anymore. They feel like sweatpants. And that's great for comfort, but I need them to look like jeans. But I, I hear that hard denim minus the flex making the comeback. And I'm like, I may be okay with this. I, I think I'm a little okay with this. I am too. I'm I'm totally with you on that. I I appreciate the comfort as well. And particularly because there's been skinny jeans for so many years, which are not easy for women with my build to wear mm. or find ones mm. that fit appropriately. So it has been a struggle for years for me. I do like the comfort factor, but... I wear athletic clothes or I wear jeans and t-shirts. That's pretty much my wardrobe for day to day wear. I like jeans too. And I only have two pairs of jeans now. And I've had the same pairs of jeans for the last, I don't know how many years. And I used to be the girl who had drawers and drawers full of jeans. Cause I love jeans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so oh, let's, let's bring back jeans again. Our, our, our gender roles are completely reversed. I, I'm looking <laughs> right now at like five pairs of jeans in one particular color. Their main difference is the fit. Same color jeans, just, you know, these are slim. These are, you know, skinny, <laughs> be like boot cut. Like I, I have far 
too many genes. That's no, no, that's that's not true. You can never have too many genes. You, well, you have as oh. many genes as you like. Jeans, shoes, whatever. I don't know. I love clothes. I'm somewhere in between you guys. Um, <laughs> I wear jeans, but I have like three pairs that I just rotate around. And then when it starts getting hot out, I have three pairs of shorts that I just rotate around. So that seems pretty standard, actually. <laughs> That's why I I'm think, like I'm between you guys. That's why I like I'm between I think, you two. I think you're the you're the normal person. I have I have a, I think if Mark and I like combined our closets, we'd need a whole new house. <laughs> sounds it kind of sounds like it. It does sound the room like it. I'm in is technically my closet. My closet is slash office. I'm gonna unblur my background for a second. For just you two, because okay. it, it's it's kind of it's just us. It's just us chilling. Yeah, it's just it us. But, uh, okay, so as you can see, just shoes. There are like three more things <laughs> back there of shoes. And okay. like, just, oh yes. my gosh, <laughs> shoes like, like, it's, it's so it's beautiful. Ridiculous. Wow. And, and stuff in there, like y'all, it's bad. It's bad. No, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's, it's bad. Hey man. It's bad. Hey, no judgment here. Oh, I'm, I'm judging myself enough, so it's okay. You're fine, man. You're fine. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. Um, Adam's school was doing, like, a shoe donation of lightly used shoes. They were taking any kind last week. And I thought, okay, here's my moment to shine. I have, you know, those, like, 18-gallon bins. I have several of them with just heels. Mm. Just heels. And I can tell you right now... 100% honestly, that there are many that I have never worn. But some of them sparkle. Some of them are like orange or purple or they are just ridiculous. And I have no idea when the occasion may be when I will need to wear them. I can't part with them. So I went through them and I tried and I couldn't find anything. And then I was trying to find more sensible shoes to donate. And then I was like, well, I might need these. Listen, there is no such thing oh. as an ugly shoe. It's just a shoe that for an outfit that you don't have yet. Oh, I so, love that so much. It, it, it's it's the, I, I, I live by that. There are many shoes here that I have yet to wear. But when the outfit, the day comes when the moon's aligned and I get the perfect outfit to wear with them, it's going to happen. But yes. It, it's serious, though. Like, I do. I have a pair. I have a pair of, uh, specifically, I have two different ones, and they're just glitter. They're just glitter and they're like four or five inches each and i will wear the fuck out of them and i'll dance in them all night too i have nothing to wear them with nothing so that's like a new year's eve you know shoot to me yeah or new i need year's to go eve. grocery shopping and it's been a long time i'm gonna say to the audience that if you all thought because i was present that they would not go on tangents i'm gonna tell you you were sorely mistaken (laughs) i think i'm amplifying the tangents of anything (laughs) they're like oh he's here he's listening to what we're talking about he'll just he doesn't even have to listen to the episode he can just cut and th- that's it. His job is done. <laughs> so we can talk about whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> I love you guys. I love you guys so much. I love you guys. I just wanna... <laughs> this is what the people tune in for. It's part of it, too. I love, because we I love do you guys. have listeners. I know a few that we have that have never watched Buffy. I've I know, never watched I know. Buffy. And they'll be like, oh, so actually, um, she's probably listening right now. But she's one of our Patreon members, too. Oh, and she's yes. my best friend, Katie. She finally caught up on her episodes last week, and she goes, "Oh, honey, 
I totally listened to the last episode when you were talking about your sweater that wasn't a dress. <laughs> She's the one that told me, sweetie, that's a sweater. It's not a dress. <laughs> he was like, you look hot. It was fine. I'm like, yes, you were also right. It's a sweater. It's not a dress. So, okay, I'm going to attempt to bring this around. <laughs> okay. Bring this around back a little bit. Please, yes. so, Because I have questions. I have questions because, okay. as you guys know, I've not seen the show. I only live vicariously through you guys. When I hear the episodes. And so I have just a few questions. So my first question, and, you know, you guys can say, oh, it's just continuity error. It could just be they don't give a fuck. That's fine. But this is Buffy's senior year in high school, yet doesn't the show mostly take place, like, in high school? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a continuity (laughs) continuity issue. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Uh, she's a sophomore sophomore when we start at Sunnydale. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. She's sophomore? 15 also. She's, she's sophomore, sophomore and she's 15 because she turns, I think she turns 16. So they really. Wait, I think she turns 16 next season, actually. I think she turns wow. 16 I believe in season so. two. So they yeah. really yeah. fucked the timeline. <laughs> they did. They did. And I and think they contradict her birthday, too. I think they have her birthday listed at one point in the show and then they switch it. And once they switch it, I think they stick with the same birthday. Her birthday okay. actually switched in the same episode. It was the. Those That's machine what it was. Type, yes. Like, one scene, in the same episode, one scene, it said, like, 1982. And then the next scene was, like, 1970. So I'm like, whoa, how old is Buffy here? But what? she is literally a sophomore, season one. She doesn't graduate high school until, that's, like, season three. Season three or yes. season huh. four. Season three, she graduates high school. <clears throat> and I know this mm-hmm. stuff, too, because Buffy and I are the same age. And Buffy and I graduated the same year. We graduated in 99. You see how we're basically the same person? Oh, one hundred percent. I could see it. Like I totally, <laughs> totally snagged. I one hundred Gorianas and James Marsters, mostly James Marsters. I I totally can see oh. you guys. Yeah. I can see Heather <laughs> training on the yoga mat, throwing the wooden stakes. I can yes. totally see Heather doing that. I actually have practiced. I'm not very good. It's dangerous <laughs> at this point. Michael, yes. let me practice outside. He said the neighbors will call the cops. <laughs> and thinking of James Marsters. So we had Luke Perry as Pike, and then we Pike. had James Monsters as Spike. Spike, I yes. did catch Looking that. Looking at them, like I wonder, was that an illusion? Because when you look at James Monsters, you know, during you know the TV run, you look at Luke Perry. There are some correlations aesthetically here. Yeah. I mean, outside of blonde hair, I'm like there's some definite correlations between yes, cheekbones, <laughs> bone structure for days. But yes. Pike and Spike. I'm like, oh, Pike and Spike. interesting. I remember when he said his name was Pike. I'm like, wait a second. I know the one few things I know is there's a character named Spike on the show. So that's interesting, Ja. That's interesting. Interesting. Mr. I also Whedon. appreciated that Christy Swanson's <laughs> version's response was, that's a fish. <laughs> yeah. That's some dumb shit I would have said. Um, that's not a name. It's a fish. <laughs> and then... Um, was her last name mentioned in the movie at all? I felt like I don't remember hearing it. I don't think I don't, it was on. But everything so. I have looked up, like the movie, they put her last name as Summers. But I'm like, they don't I, I just, I just finished the movie like an hour and a half ago, and I swear to God, they do not say her last name at all. I She's don't just think Buffy. That they do. She's just Buffy the entire movie, and then it's Buffy's mom. You know, they just say Buffy's mom, mm-hmm. um, and uh. So I'm guessing that was also, like, retconned in the show. Like, hey, we're going to give her the last name of Summers. So I was just curious about that as well. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then I did catch in the last episode you guys did the season finale. Uh, she wore the prom dress. Yes. Yeah. Was that it? Was that exact? Was that indeed the same prom dress? It wasn't it's the exact homage. same, but it was definitely an homage. They were they're paying tribute to the okay. movie. And yes. they could not do the same one. First of all, I'm just going to be honest. The dress that Christy Swanson wears is fucking hideous. It's, it's, <laughs> okay. it's a mess. Okay. I mean, okay. it serves its purpose. You get to pull all the tool off at the, the end so she can go kick ass in it. Yeah, um, yeah. Actually, the top half isn't so bad, but it's the not. bottom is a bit precious for me. Um, okay. And Sarah's is, which as you listen to the show because you edit it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she had actually wore it during COVID for all her fans. Um, yes, yes, it's, yes. It's a really simple, pretty white dress, but mm-hmm. it has that same like almost princess kind of feel to it. And it's, and it is a little bit precious too, but um, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, you can tell that there are about six years difference between the timelines as far as fashion is concerned. But she also okay. has on the leather jacket. And I forgot that yes. she takes Pike's jacket in this yes. one. And I yes. he's like, wait, take it. I was like, why why is she taking his jacket? It's it's hot. It's California. And then I was like, right. oh, but it's raining and cold out. And then my my brain started really working. It was like, oh she's got body armor now. Yeah, it's not, but that's what I was thinking. <laughs> all right, okay, that's all. Those, that's all I had. I, 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 those are like things I just thought of when I was watching the movie, and I was just like, I gotta. Are ask there about any other this. questions you'd like to ask us about our actual show? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's your chance. Let them yeah. rip. Oh, yes. am I doing? Am I am I doing my uh, my annual uh, review of the podcast? All right, let me. We can do this every season if you want. <laughs> Let's see. Let yeah. me take a look here. So, okay. So, what have you felt like you've bought to Rabbit Hole Podcast? What energy do you feel you bring to this company? Utter chaos. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's exactly what I was going to say. I love you. Utter chaos. The best. I'm just really of proud of Mark and I for being able to actually put a show together each episode because we're the troublemakers. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no! You guys are wonderful. <laughs> I I absolutely love hearing it. Um, I'm glad I get to edit it because it's it's a fun time, <gasps> and I get to and I get to live vicariously watching all these episodes through the lens of you guys, like hearing mm-hmm. it from your guys's point of view. I think is it's wonderful. So, thank you for doing uh, it. Thank you for oh. trusting me and doing this for me. And I appreciate it. I appreciate your guys's time. We appreciate you. Yes, and thank also we, you. It we was appreciate your idea. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was your idea. And, this... and... Yeah. No, but yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. <clears throat> no, you're good. No, I'll do the same thing. <laughs> but it was Soto, for, for, for listeners, Soto, we were in a group chat with another group that we do other nerdy things with because I think we have too many of those groups because <laughs> I can't yeah. keep up with them. But somehow Mark and I were going on and on a bit about Buffy and a few other of our friends too, but Mark and I were overly enthusiastic about it. Yeah. And Soto was like, I think there's a podcast here. Because like, hey, uh, they're called Rewatch Podcasts are kind of in right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, let's strike while the iron's hot. <laughs> that's why and that's why, And that's why I started the X-Files one too. So I was like, like, absolutely. Um, I don't know if Brenda watches Buffy. Cause I, I don't know if we could cross over on that, but the, I could totally see like Mulder and Scully like <laughs> going to Sunnydale for something. Yeah, or I mean anything. a lot of a lot of crazy shit happens on the Hellmouth, and that would so the that would interest. be wonderful. That would be wonderful if that ever happened somewhere down the line. Listen, uh, I've written Buffy fanfic in the past, 
And it of the things I've written that were not great, and there's been a lot of things did that you, I wrote. Did, as a did young you have Mulder person. and Scully show up? At... <laughs> I didn't, but I never finished it. So now would be the time where I could finish it. And it's actually <laughs> I haven't read it in a couple of years. But oh. what I did read a few years ago when I pulled it out of my box of Heather's writing that is probably half shameful and half not. Although I did find my childhood story about meeting Janet Jackson and Michael Jackson, and I'm I think I'm gonna oh. frame that one. Oh snap. I, I I put that in for a class project. It was four times as long as it was supposed to be when I was in third oh. grade. And I wrote a story about going to Skateland and being friends with Janet Jackson, and then her brother came and saved us from a gang that was gonna jump us. <laughs> It was That's amazing. Third. That's a fucking amazing. Great. That's amazing. <laughs> third grade. <laughs> I love it. I instantly got the imagery of Heather and Janet and Michael Potter. Hey, stop it now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That is stunning me. If <laughs> anyone's um. played the Moonwalker game, every time he oh, kills somebody, he just go. Woo. Yes. <laughs> I actually, I have Moonwalker. I, I have an arcade cabinet in my basement that has Moonwalker on it. Oh my and gosh, it's nice. so much fun. I still have my Sega That's... little cartridge game, even though I don't have a Sega anymore. That was That's one of the cool. most fun games ever to play. Yes. <sighs> awesome. All right. But, uh, going back to Buffy and Joss, unfortunately. Oh, yes. Let's, uh. let's, let's, when I, well, we love talking about Buffy and Joss, but some of the, the issues that kind of reared its head a little bit with Joss. So I'm going, this is the beginning of the movie. Um, it's after we meet Benny and Pike in the theater and Buffy's bow and crew kind of pulls up and Buffy like oh. leaps over the seat to hug her boyfriend who's driving and the nerdy guy in front, hey, not to sound sexist, but can I borrow her? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. Like, uh, yeah, like, yeah, I caught that. In the that. 90s, that's like, you don't, like, why are you asking? You, yeah. It was just so, oh, like, yeah. yeah. 2023 like, Mark was just like, come on, dude, really? really? And mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's the thing about stuff like that, too, because I'm like, part of me's like, <laughs> so, <asshole>. all right. <laughs> I'm like, not. <laughs> I'm not condoning that kind of behavior, obviously, but mm-hmm. that might just be a setup for what happens later in the school when Buffy kicks that guy's ass in the in the, in the hallway. So yes. that might be kind of like a necessary evil to kind of make him like this sexist d bag, and then he gets his right. comeuppance when Buffy like kicks his ass. <laughs> I'm Preach. thinking, I'm thinking that's why that was there. Again, I'm not defending Joss's behavior or nothing. I'm just I'm absolutely. Just, I'm just saying like that. Like it's probably like a plot reason why they they it did. It did. That. It did. It made sense. <clears throat> well, and that's the thing that we kind of look at now too, and we kind of have to look at. And it's hard to be objective about some of it. Is looking at it and going, how much of this is intended for this guy to be the bad guy? I mean, you, you get that with Kevin Smith movies a lot, where it's like. No, this guy is an asshole. That's why he's saying these things. I'm not trying to make him be a hero here. Yeah, You're supposed yeah. to hate him. Yes, You're supposed to look yes. at him and go, we don't like this. Yes. And a lot of times those messages are lost by people who take it as in, because some people do look at that and they're the people that we have to worry about and are like, they're awesome. No, he's a tool. Right, right, he's right. He's a tool. He's a tool. Now, and see, in this instance, it's, it's hard now because we do see the sexism from Joss in certain circumstances and yeah, in yeah, others yeah, yeah, yeah. we see uh-huh. the other side where it's like oh man you're like empowering women it's great what a weirdo yeah it's that dichotomy it's just 
it's weird. <laughs> like, how can you be so self-aware to write this, but also write that? So, exactly. yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, also, um, though, that scene, it, it was it was it was actually also kind of hot. I like as and coming from from uh, a woman too. And at the time I was only 10, but I have always liked women who were aggressive that way. And you did not see that a lot either, where it was the, the girl who was making the overt sexual gestures. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, she yeah. was comfortable <clears throat> with her sexuality and she was not ashamed of her body or any of the things nope. she wore. She never nope. once in the movie acted like. No, just because now I'm the slayer, I'm going to wear less, more clothing and be more dignified. No, she still wore and behaved exactly the way that she did. And I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. That's something that we see more now, but we didn't at the time. True. Um, True. So since we're talking about unfortunate things, Christy Swanson, man. Yeah. She, to anyone who doesn't know, she kind of became kind of a nutso (laughs) in recent years. Did she? she was like a Trump supporter or something. Yeah, she, she she's a big Trumper. She, she yeah, Aww. she's a Trumpet. Yeah, she she was on Twitter like defending him and saying the election was rigged and oh, I no. think and I think was like anti-vax like during the pandemic. If she I remember, was. if I'm remembering correctly, I you know uh, I just remember being very disappointed because. I always saw Christy Swanson was hot. I was like, damn, she's really good looking. She's really Drop hot. Drop gorgeous. Absolutely. Yeah. If you she go to her. She's like if, Elizabeth Banks, too, where she's gorgeous, but she'll also do comedy. And I love that. Homework assignment for everybody right now. Go to Christy Swanson's Twitter page. Her oh, pinned tweet is going to make everyone gasp. Oh, everyone. Okay. <laughs> her pinned is the first thing you see when you go to her Twitter. Yeah, it is very, very, very unfortunate what has happened to Christy Swanson. And I remember like watching this movie and I'm like, damn, she's really good at this. She's really great in this movie. She's really oh. hot. <laughs> she's really hot. I'm but so... god damn it. <laughs> oh to hell. <laughs> Okay, so I don't ever go on Twitter, but I just Google this and I see it and I'm just... Oh, it's the it, pinned tweet. It's the first thing you it's see. It's so gross. Uh, and, so you know, gross. and I could deal with uh, her bio saying God first and stuff, fine. Mm. But then you scroll wince, down. Yeah. You scroll yeah. down and that's the first tweet you see. <laughs> now, what I now have to go look at, like in her bio, it says, my Wikipedia page is not fully accurate. What are they saying, Christy? Oh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm here. I'm already here. Hang on. I mean, this is gonna take. This is gonna take way too long to read. See, uh, let me see. Let me reach out to our Gen Z um, listeners, which there's probably none during this time while he's looking this up. But since I have a child who actually turned 20 years old today, my oldest dragon is 20. Happy birthday, Brosnan! I love I? you. Um, and then I have another who's graduating this year. I will say for children that were born and raised with technology and access at their hands to search everything, they still come and ask me stuff. I'm like, you got Google right in your hand. You were born with this search option. Why are you making me do it when I am so weirdly lazy about stuff like that? Okay. I I did a quick read through of her Wikipedia and I don't see anything that could be like false because it's literally just every movie she was in, TV shows she did, 
Uh, she, she posed nude for Playboy in 2002. I remember that. I had that magazine. Mm-hmm. And then um, she was a spokesperson for a diet thing. Um, and then it jumps. Then it jumps to Swanson is a Republican. Swanson alleged that she, a fellow actor, Dean Cain, received death threats for taking part in Obamagate, a stage play that focused on Donald Trump, although her statements were unproven. That's exactly so. It could oh. be that part. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. So I'm I don't also, know. I'm also looking at the link that she has underneath her name, and it is a 404 error. So she is so not the Christy Swanson. Yep. Yep. She's, yep, she's, yep. She's 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 not she's not like. Oh, uh, how the mighty has fallen. Mm-hmm. That's all I gotta say. I do remember yes. her in Dude, Where's My Car? And I thought she was great in that, too. Yes, it's yeah. nerd bashing time. <laughs> and then... I love that. And then... So I so literally have Heroes, a friend that I have yeah. never called by his name. I have called him Llama for 15 years. And it's because of that movie, and he never knew why. And I refuse to explain myself. <laughs> Even now. He's just Llama. <laughs> he's like, Okay. That's fine. Oh like, you're a llama, oh, not a llama, dude. Nope, you're a llama. Yeah. All I right. Have a life well, lady. so we met. Yeah, <laughs> I just had I just had to bring that up because I kept watching this movie and I was just like so sad because Christy Swanson's amazing. Mm-hmm. But nope, she had to become that. Or she mm-hmm. always was, and we just didn't know. I guess. I mean, I guess, right? I guess you just don't suddenly turn. <laughs> true. True. <laughs> I guess media. that's fair. We I guess that's fair. About people that we don't want to know. <laughs> we'll be better off not knowing. We know too much about each other. Okay, we know too it's much true. about each other. Um, it's it's true. There's too much input. There's just too much. Like I, we... there, yeah, yeah. There's too much. Too much out there. And then there's some um, people I'd like more of, but I'll I'll take less for all the sucky people. Yes. Um. Do we have any final thoughts on the movie? Anything last thing we want to say? I would. <gasps> Definitely, I love how Soto's like, okay, you two, let's wrap this shit up. <laughs> I feel that, and I appreciate you. Um, I I would say I was happily surprised, uh, pleasantly surprised in so many ways that it actually is so much fun. Mm. I re- it's, it's obviously campy. It's obviously silly and cheesy, and you have some really dorky moments in it, but they are all fun. It's a really yeah. good movie. It's It's... It's definitely worth going back and seeing. Is it a good movie? Who cares? <laughs> it's a I'm fun out of movie. Here for that. That's it's it. It's a yeah. fun movie. That's all you so, need. So, what I will say is that <clears throat> the movie is not required viewing to get into the TV series and to enjoy the TV series. You mm-hmm. don't have to do it. But as a person who loved the TV series and really enjoyed it, it's nice to see Buffy before life gets a hold of her. You know, and that's what I like watching it as like, it's kind of like that proud parent, like, yes, this is this is how you were before, you know, you're going back in time to see how things were before, you know, everything kind of, not went to shit, but <clears throat> yeah. So it it's nice to, did, it did. But it's nice to see Buffy actually be a teenager for 20 minutes. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, and not have to balance the weight of the mm. world on her shoulders, but just a yeah. slight glimmer. Of and time. she got to make out with Luke Perry. That that, that is Whee! also true. And yep. watching this movie made me also like we lost some great people. You know, Luke Perry's longer with us, Rutger Howard's longer with us, 
you yeah. know, I think those are the only two from the movie, but like, wow, mm, you know, yeah. just <clears throat> that, that alone was like, yeah, it's, you know, time flies, man. You know, we all go sometime, but they are definitely well, Luke missed, Perry you know? was very young. He was only, I think, 56. Yeah. Yeah. His death was really sudden. He was mm-hmm. one of those really sudden deaths we had recently. Yeah, it, it was a health um, issue, if I remember correctly. Right. Something with his heart, I think. I think yeah. something something bizarro happened. It was like a Bill Paxton um... thing where nobody anticipated it. Mm-hmm. He had a massive uh, ischemic, ischemic, ischemic stroke. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was in February 2019. I do think it's cool that the last thing he got to do was be in a Quentin Tarantino movie, though. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yep. I was yep. so happy to see him in that. I was yeah. like, yay, Luke Perry. I love seeing you do anything. And Once Upon a Time in that... Hollywood? Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. He had a scene. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet, so okay. <gasps> Ooh, watch it. Oh, it is a good movie. I <laughs> love it. If you can get through the feet scenes. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that amazing that one of my favorite directors is obsessed with feet? And I have to suffer through the feet in his movies. That's how much I love you, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, watch it, Mark. Watch it. We'll do. I agree. I agree. It's a good movie. Uh, I think it's a good movie. I thought it was fun as well. I I didn't remember a lot of it from when I was 12. Um, You know what did stand out in my mind when I was rewatching it was the Paul Rubin's death scene. I remember that did... That did that was in the back of my mind uh, when I was rewatching it, and I was like, "Okay, that's still fucking hilarious." And it was kind of cool seeing Paul Rubens be like an actor, you know, like not be Pee Wee, like to just to be uh-huh. somebody else. And he was really good. He was, re- I thought he was good in this role. I, I and you know, he he you know he shows up you know in other movies not as Pee Wee. Um, you know, for example, he's in um, Mystery Men. Yep. And he's actually really fun in that movie too. He's in Blow too, and he's really good yes. in Blow. He's yeah. awesome in Blow. <laughs> so you know when he's not Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubens is actually like not a bad actor, and he's a good comedic actor. I think outside of you know being Pee Wee Herman, and this mm-hmm. is evidence of it. Like he was really hilarious in this film. Uh, everyone did a good job. Donald Sutherland was being his Donald Sutherlandness in this film. Uh, you had Christy Swanson kicking ass. You got. Uh, Luke Perry being Luke Perry in the early 90s. A lot of fun time. Has a guy who's never seen a TV show. Um, don't let the two bother you. Like Mark said, you don't have to worry about the connection. Just just watch the film. It's on HBO Max. If you have that, go for it. <clears throat> That's all I got. Yeah. I liked it. Thank you for semi-hosting the show today, Soto. I <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to I had to kind of rein you guys in a little bit. Now the next episode, you guys are on your own, so I look forward to that two hour mess. But well, good luck too, because that's the thing is we're not following our regular oh. structure, which is is us like going through the minute by minute of kind of what happens in no, the I know. episode that we're doing movies. So we have no. I know. Straight. I already know. I already know. Uh, I'm look. I'm I'm looking forward to it, but. Uh, no, this was fun talking to you guys. I love I love talking to you guys, no matter the context. So <laughs> thanks for having me on your show that I produce and edit. <laughs> it's your show, too. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Soda. <laughs>
All we ask is that you have bail money ready when we need it. That's all. Oh, always. <laughs> it's always there. It's there. That is, that is the only reason I actually signed on to Rabbit Hole Podcast. And... <laughs> <laughs> and Legal guys... fees covered. <laughs> yeah. Legal guys... fees. Oh, and I did bring a lawyer on on onto Rabbit Hole, so we're definitely covered, you guys. So. Oh, who's our new lawyer? <laughs> Brenda, my friend Brenda, who's on the Oh, X-Files Brenda's show. a lawyer. That's great because the yeah. only lawyer that I feel like I could appropriately represent me is Thaddeus. And <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like we would go totally fear and loathing if we ended up on a road trip together. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. We got a rabbit hole lawyer, so we're good. So <laughs> okay. I guess you guys can commit crime. I give you permission. Don't, just, don't, don't. Soto gave us permission to make crime. No, God. I'm no longer responsible for my actions. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. All right. So that has been our show. We were all very well behaved. I'm glad you guys all tuned in. Thank you so much. We will be back in two weeks. We are going to have another side quest. That may not be as well structured, <laughs> but we're gonna try. I promise. At the very least, I promise we will entertain you. Yes, <laughs> that's all. That's, that's all. That's all I care about. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. As long yeah. as I'm laughing when I'm listening to you guys, it's fine. <clears throat> all right, Soda. Would you like to tell everybody where they can find you on the interwebs? Me? Okay. Um. Well, you can go to Twitter. Uh, before it explodes. Uh, at famous comedian. Um. I tried to sign up for the new Twitter thing, but I haven't gotten an invite yet, so hopefully soon. Uh, but for now, until Elon completely ruins Twitter, you can find me there. Uh, you can follow Rabbit Hole Podcast on Twitter at RabbitHP. Uh, or, I'm just going to say, just go to RabbitHolePodcast.com. That is probably the best place you can go um, to find us. You can connect with us there. You can listen to not just episodes of this show but episodes of every show that we do at Rabbit Hole Podcast. And we have something for everybody. Are you into movies? Check. Are you into other TV shows that's not Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Check. Uh, are you into music? Check. Uh, are you into uh, throat singing? Not. We don't have that yet, but it, you know, give us time. We'll eventually have a throat singing podcast. I'll get that for <laughs> I'll get desperate enough and I'll eventually have the throat singing podcast. So anyway, rabbitholepodcast.com, that is where you're gonna go and check everything out. Thank you, Soto. Welcome. Mark, would you tell everybody where they can find you on the interwebs? Sure. Uh honestly, I spend more time on Instagram than anything, but Instagram and Twitter, you can find me at Elite Since85, all spelled normally, eight five are numbers. And that is where I post about fragrances. Uh, oh boy, clones are fragrances. I'm sorry, but shoes, fragrances, food, and just general shit posting. That is that is my niche, and I'm sticking to it. It, it brings me joy. But you can find me there. <laughs> Thank you very much. And I say, please follow Mark because I do, and he's fun and delightful, and it's always fun. You can also find me mostly on Instagram. That's where that's where I lurk. Um, I, you can follow my header time 1981 mostly what i post is fitness stuff but my stories are pretty much like my brain they're just a manic display of chaos <laughs> so if you'd like to go right ahead if not um okay oh, hey, i do have a small announcement my second book in my book series came out uh last week it's the prophecy part two bounty hunters it was 
a good lot of fun. You can find that on Amazon. Just look up me, my name, not my actual name, H.B. Walsh, because I have a pen name, because Heather Baxendale Walsh is really long, and it's hard for me to even say sometimes. But <laughs> look up H.B. Walsh on Amazon and look up the prophecy, either No Fate or not No Fate yet. That's the next one. Bounty Hunters or Lost. <laughs> Don't listen to anything I have to say. Just go to my Instagram and follow Sneak the links. Peek. <laughs> I also love okay. when you call yourself Baxi Walsh. Like that is so adorable. When you shorten the Baxi, like I catch that. that I catch <laughs> that during the editing, and I'm like, okay. It's adorable. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. And it's not. It's not. Um, it was. Not, I wish I came up with that on my own, but I did not. It's DJ Valentine. <laughs> Oh. He called me Baxi for years, and I loved it. I I loved it. I loved it. Nobody ever called me Baxi, which is crazy because I've had tons of nicknames my whole life. And then once he was like, "Oh, you do the hyphenated," I'm like, "Yeah, I do the hyphenated." Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, I'll call you Baxi Walsh. Maybe you can call me Baxi still. That's <clears> too. <throat> but, yeah. So okay. so I like it. I like it. I'm gonna try and make it a thing. <laughs> all right. Well, that's been our show. This show. Is edited and produced by Jason Soto, and we are just one of many Rabbit Hole Podcast shows. You can find episodes of the show over at rabbitholepodcast.com, Anchor, Apple, Google, and anywhere else you find your podcasts. This theme song used is Noise Attack by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com, I N C O M P E T E C H dot com. And that has been our show. Follow us on our socials so you can catch all the good stuff that's coming up. And until then, grrr. Arg. Copyright 2023 Rabbit Hole Podcasts, rabbithole podcast.com.